The following episode is brought to you by the Illinois Leadership Center, because the world needs better leaders. Welcome to the Made to Lead podcast, the podcast to mystifying leadership one episode at a time. I'm your host, Emily Albert Stoning. The social media app TikTok has 1 billion monthly active users. Those general TikTok users likely see the most popular trends on TikTok when they're scrolling through their feeds. One of the most popular trends in the past two years has been hashtag that girl. Hashtag that girl is tagged in videos by influencers that depict someone getting up at 5 a.m. in the morning, journaling, running, exercising, drinking grain juice, or doing other things that society typically associates with health and wellness. Trends like hashtag that girl are an insight to the conversation that Generation Z is having about wellness and what it means to them. And while 30 second TikToks do bring awareness to health and wellness, they don't necessarily provide a clear cut definition of what wellness is, how to access resources in our communities, and what wellness actively looks like in our lives, which are obviously much longer than a 30 second snippet. To talk to us a little bit more about what wellness is and how we can practice wellness in our everyday lives as students at University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign, I sat down with Molly McQuaid of the Public Affairs Office. She is their wellness manager. She drives the development, implementation, and management of centralized mental health and wellness initiatives for the university and coordinates the Wellness Ambassador Program. So without further ado, here's Molly McQuaid with a few words on wellness for university students. Thank you so much for joining us on the Made to Lead podcast today. Do you mind telling us a little bit about what you do and what got you to where you are today? Sure thing. Um, So my name is Molly McQuaid. I am the wellness manager in public affairs. Um, A bit of background on how I got here um, is while I was an undergraduate here at Illinois, um, I was a social media intern um, for the director of social media, who is also in public affairs. um, And I did that for a little under two years um, before graduating. Um, And then after graduating undergrad, I completed several internships and part-time positions with both public affairs and then a different office on campus. Um, And then when, and of course, in that time, the pandemic um, was occurring. um, So it was a little bit of a year of unconventional, of an unconventional path for me per se, um, but I did start this position full-time back in August. Um, and as the wellness manager, I help with the development and the management and implementation of um, several mental health and wellness initiatives at the campus level. Um, I was brought in to do that um, based on a need and a demand for an increase in mental health and wellness um, services that were more centralized for campus. Um, And I am, while I'm fairly new to the role, it's been a really exciting um, and a really rewarding opportunity to learn and explore a lot of this wellness space on campus and how we think of wellness on campus. Um, And like I mentioned, I did, I was a student here. I did go to undergraduate here. My uh, major is actually in advertising. So um, a lot of my job too, there's a lot of communications and marketing components to it as well that I like to 
kind of home. So that's a little bit about me and how I got here. Can you tell us a little bit about what some of the wellness initiatives are here at the university? Sure thing. So the initiatives that I directly oversee, I run the Wellness Ambassador Program, which is a group of students um, from different areas of campus who came together in August 2020 to primarily spread COVID-19 protocols, safety, um, distribute masks, hand sanitizer, support different initiatives related to COVID. Um, and then they've kind of evolved this past year. Um, starting in fall of 2021, they've kind of transitioned into more of just wellness as a whole. And yes, that did still encompass um, COVID-19, but we've had a, a greater shift towards um, overall well-being as well as mental health. Um, and so that's what I do directly with students, but then I also am working on several initiatives directly related to faculty and staff mental health. Um, and I do a lot of work with different units across campus. My position kind of puts me in line with a lot of different um, communicators and facilitators of wellness on campus. So I collaborate in a lot of different ways. Um, I work a lot really closely with some people over at McKinley and Campus Recreation and Student Affairs and those kinds of things. So it's a lot. We also have worked to implement um, the Mental Health and Wellness website, which is wellness.illinois.edu, which is a really good comprehensive list of resources available for students here in regards to their mental health and wellness. That's fantastic. I, I love that your position exists and that Illinois is, excuse me, still getting over that little cold. Um, <laughs> I love that Illinois is really prioritizing wellness and wellness education for its students because I think, you know, we come to college and we believe, okay, I'm here to learn my major. I'm here to learn about chemistry or biology or history. Um, but really this this wellness not only is a skill that we're going to use in our careers, but really in our, in our everyday lives to hopefully live a healthy, happy, successful life. Can you tell us a little bit about if there is a relationship between leadership and wellness? Sure. I think that there's always a relationship about wellness and leadership in terms of your own wellness and, and being able to take care of yourself and check in with yourself in order to be able to lead and collaborate with other people. Um, wellness is a very individual experience, um, in my opinion, um, as well as collective. But I, I think Specifically here in Illinois um, and through my position, I've seen that we do need leaders at the campus level who are working together um, to drive some of these wellness initiatives, programs, services, all those kinds of things. Um, because there are so many different units on campus that work with students and their wellness, um, having people in those spaces, I think, that are willing to collaborate and willing to work towards a collective um, campus well-being, if you will, is just really important. Um, I know, like I've said in my role, I've had really great collaborations and conversations with leaders on campus. Um, and it's also really interesting when you asked me to do this, I, I had to almost think about my role as a leader um, as well, because I do lead different things. However, I feel like I'm constantly learning as well from the people around me. Um, and overall, just with everything we do is just driving towards improving um, students primarily, but also faculty and staff um, well-being. So. I do think that there's a relationship. I, I, I just think that looks a little bit different for everybody. Absolutely. So for, for you, have your views on leadership changed at all since you started your position? Yes, so much. And I, I think that the biggest thing that I've learned um, or that's changed about like my view of leadership is that I don't need to be the person who knows everything all the time. I'm not an expert in wellness. Um, 
And there are so many people and units across campus who have been working in this wellness space for such a long time that I personally just rely so much on the people around me, my colleagues in public affairs, um, colleagues in different units on campus to help me figure out solutions and, and really just to share different perspectives about how they approach wellness. Um, I've learned so much from Jen Carson over at McKinley in terms of the eight dimensions of wellness and the kinds of programming that she runs over there. So I, I am also constantly learning from students that I work with to try to learn their perspective and, and their feedback to what we're working on. Because if our approach is to help students, then who better than to ask than the students of, you know, is what we're doing in the right direction? And do you think that this is actually impactful or helpful in the way that we think it is? Do you feel that your experience here as a student um, in your undergraduate years influences any of the work you do today in your current position? I do. I think that I have a, a unique perspective of having been a student very recently um, into becoming a staff member. Um, I think that I try to bring that perspective of I've been in that in that role and had that identity um, as a student and then trying to at now facilitate programs and services and resources for students. Um, I think that as a student, I wasn't really aware of a lot of services and resources. So coming into this position has kind of highlighted the gaps I, I think that there are that exist between um, communication or programming or whatever it may be, that gap between, you know, students and then campus. So I'm, I'm hoping that my perspective and, and my experience of being a student can kind of help bridge that gap a little bit. Um, having also, it's it's interesting working with students so fresh out of being a student too, because I see, see so much of myself and my experience and in, in what they do. Um, and of course, the pandemic definitely disrupted a lot of that for me because I, I my graduation year was May of 2020. So it was that first year of that pandemic. So it didn't end the way that I had hoped it would. Um, and I actually think I learned a lot from that um, that could allow me to then step into this role and have a, a really different perspective to bring to the table. Do you think that students at Illinois have any misconceptions about uh, the Illinois wellness programming or are there things that you wish more students knew about wellness programming? I think that the biggest misconception is that wellness doesn't look the same for everybody. Um, and people's identities and their experiences and just the situations they're in can all affect it. And we have so many different programs that are available. And while one thing that we're trying to do is kind of centralize a little bit more, um, there really is something out there for any dimension of wellness that you might be looking to improve on, whether it's physical, mental, um, environmental, emotional, all of those, those kind of eight dimensions that we talk a lot about um, at the campus level. Um, there really is something there out there on campus at least um, for students to utilize and I also I also just think that there's a large portion of students who don't or might not be visibly struggling with their wellness um, and that can be a misconception that not everybody needs wellness services but I think that approaching it as kind of like a one-size-does-not-fit-all solution here is really important um, and I know that as a student that's sometimes hard to see because you're kind of in your own um, you're kind of experiencing things in a really individual way. Um, so sometimes it can be hard to see how you can fit into a service or a resource being offered here on campus. Um, but there's tons of great resources on that mental health and wellness website that I mentioned that can, that's kind of a place where students can start to look for what campus has available for them. 
Um, and we're always taking feedback on that too. So I have always encouraged people when they look at it to see if there's something on there that you would like to see, we would love to know about it, whether that's a resource that already exists or an idea for something that should exist. Um, and I know that we're always making changes to that. We're always adding to that website um, and specifically trying to focus on the prevention aspect of wellness as well, because that's just as important as, you know, once a student might need a service um, that is along the lines of professional help or intervention, um, prevention can hopefully help certain students before they get to that point. Um, but I think promoting resources or services or even creating those to kind of emphasize that prevention aspect of it before students get to a point of crisis is, is really important. You mentioned earlier that originally when you started your position, uh, your primary focus was on the pandemic and uh, working with us, uh, what are they called? Remind me, COVID uh, student ambassadors? They're, we just call them the wellness ambassadors, but the COVID wellness ambassadors is what they were formerly known for. Okay, so uh, in your experience working with them and working through this pandemic to create these wellness initiatives, did your perspective change at all about what it means to live in a, in a global pandemic? Yeah, I think, I think almost everybody would agree that yes, working through it and working with students through it has um, exposed a lot of the way that we do wellness here and how we view it um, and what we have, you know, and, and the perception generally of student wellness um, here on campus. And I know that for me, again, that perspective of being a student transitioning into a staff member, I think that that has really, I carry that with me through everything I do. Um, but having the perspective that I do now, I think that like reading a lot of those student experience surveys from fall 2020 and spring 2021 were really crucial in helping us um, kind of inform like how students were both already feeling and then the new feelings that were arising from the pandemic. Um, and in, in that it did include like a really sharp increase in mental health issues. Um, and I think that, yeah, the pandemic created like a, a lot of new challenges for people but at the same time i think if anything it was a much needed exposure of how things were already going here um, at illinois and, and like i said i think i kind of experienced that as a student and then also as a staff member now is there anything that you wish you knew about wellness when you were a college student that you you know now because of the position that you've held i do i i honestly did struggle quite a bit with mental health and wellness in college. And I would have really wished to know how to create healthier habits um, and to actually prioritize my wellness. I, I don't think that that was a priority for me. Um, and again, knowing all of the resources and service available would have been really crucial. Um, and I think that also going back and thinking back to when I was a student, I would have really appreciated, I think, having a lot of grace with myself and kind of, and I try to do this even now today because I've had a lot of time away from that student identity now, um, but just trying to, you know, that your best and if you're trying your best, that best is going to look different every single day. Um, it's easy, I think, and it was for me as a student to get really caught up in the competitiveness um, that college can kind of draw out and in like those self-imposed expectations. Um, but I don't think that that should stop people from seeking help. I think it's always okay to ask for help if you need it. Um, but I, and it's also never too late to start forming those habits and seeking out ways to improve all dimensions of your wellness, not just mental health. Um, and like I said, there are really a lot of great resources here on campus, different student groups, different campus resources um, that can all help you work on those things.
I think that's a really great piece of wisdom for our listeners and for myself. And before we wrap up, is there anything else that you'd like to share with the Made to Lead listeners about your position, wellness, or just general pieces of advice about leadership? Sure. I think that, like I mentioned, when it comes to leadership, I think it really, that team aspect of being a leader is super important. And I know that with the Wellness Ambassadors, I always try to promote and emphasize taking care of yourself because if you're not taking care of yourself how could we ask you to take care of others um, and at first that really manifested in COVID and, and quite literally being like if you don't feel sick or if you feel sick don't come to work kind of a thing but I think now even we try to say like if you are overwhelmed if you're struggling um, if you need help that should be the priority um, I know that I'm not the only one on campus working in the wellness space um, and I'm I'm really just here to try to help centralize a lot of these efforts um, and communicate them at the campus level, but um, I'm really, I'm really privileged, and I feel a lot of um, pride to be in this position. Because, um, like I mentioned, we're also working with faculty and staff mental health too, and there's, you know, that relationship between being a student, but then also, you know, how faculty, the role faculty and staff play in student mental health as well. Um, we're actually piloting an ambassador program for faculty and staff right now. Um, to again, kind of raise awareness of student mental health and, and kind of define the roles of what, what role do you play um, as a faculty or staff member or a student in, ident in um, identifying student mental health. So I think that there's a lot of people here on campus that are doing a really good job and there's a really strong effort um, that's coming from a really high level now to improve wellness um, here on campus for everybody, including students. Can you remind me again, uh, for me and for our listeners, what was that website to learn more about uh, wellness resources? Of course, the wellness website is um, wellness.illinois.edu. Um, and like I mentioned, it is a really good place to start if you don't know where to start. Um, and it can be really helpful for just identifying, helping you identify what resources you need and getting connected, connect, getting you connected to those resources and services as well. I had a great time talking with Molly McQuaid about her experiences as a wellness manager at the University of Illinois. From our conversation, I was able to check out the website she mentioned uh, for wellness resources at the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. I'll drop it in the description of this podcast below in case you're interested. And while actual human wellness and quality of life cannot be fit into a 30-second TikTok video, I think real, true wellness and happiness is a lot more fulfilling. Thanks for watching the Made to Lead podcast, the podcast demystifying leadership one episode at a time. I've been your host, Emily Albert-Stonning. <laughs>